Good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. Tampa police officers and a Polk County Sheriff's deputy killed a man yesterday while serving a warrant working as members of the U.S. Marshals Task Force, according to a press release. The officers came under fire yesterday morning when they attempted to serve a warrant on who they said was a wanted and dangerous suspect in Riverview. 39-year-old Don Robert Astor was also the primary suspect in a 2009 homicide out of New York and was wanted for failure to register as a sex offender. Members of the U.S. Marshals Task Force attempted to serve the warrant and conduct a felony vehicle stop, and Astor fired his gun at officers. Two Tampa police officers and one Polk County Sheriff's deputy returned fire, striking Astor, who was pronounced dead at the scene. The two involved Tampa police officers have been placed on administrative leave, which is standard procedure for any officer-involved shooting. Enrollment at New College of Florida is surging in part because the school has recruited so many new student athletes. Many of these new students have been given prime on-campus housing that previously have been promised to juniors and seniors. There are so many new students that the school announced recently that a third hotel will be used to house students. This one is four miles from campus. Stephen Walker is a reporter with the Sarasota Herald Tribune and spoke on WMF's Tuesday Cafe. Just like things I'm collecting ahead of time now, it doesn't seem like they have a plan right now. Like they want to offer transportation, but there's no transportation plan right now. Um, And specifically, that's an issue for a lot of students who may not have like transportation and they're going to be living four miles off campus, which is about an hour and a half walk, a 30 minute bike ride or pretty expensive Ubers every day to school if there's no transportation. So that's the current state is that there's three different hotels. Um, The upperclassmen specifically will be, from my understanding, in the Hyatt Regency. There are first year students who are not athletes in hotels uh, at the Home 2 and Hilton hotels. And then, you know, second years as well are up there. And specifically the on-campus are mostly freshmen and athletes. That's Stephen Walker, a reporter with the Sarasota Herald Tribune, speaking on WMNF's Tuesday Cafe. You can watch this full interview on our website, WMNF.org. According to the Sarasota Herald Tribune, New College of Florida leadership told student orientation leaders to remove Black Lives Matter and pride pins from their uniform shirts, pants, and bags as they worked during the college's mandatory introductory program for new students. 21-year-old Xavier Roizola is an orientation leader at New College and said all 17 orientation leaders were instructed to remove the pins from their shirts and told to only wear their name tags. The orientation leaders opted to attach the pins to their pants and backpacks instead, which the college leadership also told them to remove. Fall orientation includes three days when new students participate in activities to acclimate to new college before the first day of class on August 28th. Students are assigned to orientation leaders who lead groups through the scheduled orientation activities. Rizola said he and several other orientation leaders plan to continue wearing the pins. State education officials are slated today to weigh approval of a proposed rule that deals with the designation of restrooms and changing facilities at Florida colleges amid broader efforts to require people to use bathrooms that line up with their sex assigned at birth. The proposal, which the State Board of Education will consider during a meeting in Collier County, will carry out a law, HB 1521, approved by the legislature and Governor Ron DeSantis in May. The proposed rule would require state colleges to update policies and procedures pertaining to the use of restrooms and changing facilities by males and females based on their biological sex at birth. Colleges also would be required to establish disciplinary policies for administrators and instructional personnel who violate the law leading up to termination. 
The Republican-controlled legislature and DeSantis approved the law as part of a series of controversial moves directed at transgender people. A House Democrat yesterday filed a bill for the 2024 legislative session that seeks to raise teachers' minimum base salaries to $65,000. Representative Tay Edmonds, a Democrat from West Palm Beach, filed the proposal dubbed the Save Our Teachers Act. The measure comes after the legislature since 2020 has provided more than $3 billion in an effort to raise educators' minimum salaries to $47,500. Edmonds' proposal would put the Florida's minimum teacher salaries above the median teacher pay nationally, according to the most recent available data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. The data last published in 2021 said the median pay was 61350 for elementary school teachers, 61320 for middle school teachers, and 61820 for high school teachers. The 2024 session is slated to start January 9th. Glenn Gilzian stepped down yesterday as chairman of the Florida Commission on Ethics while maintaining his $400,000 a year job as administrator of a revamped special district that includes Walt Disney Properties. Gilzian had requested an opinion on holding the dual positions through the June 2024 end of his term on the commission. Gilzian was first appointed to an unpaid seat on the commission in 2019 and was reappointed by DeSantis in 2022. In May, Gilzian was appointed as administrator of the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. The move came after lawmakers and DeSantis replaced the former Reedy Creek Improvement District with the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. The former Reedy Creek District was created in the 1960s and was closely tied to Disney, but it was replaced when DeSantis and Disney clashed about the company's opposition to a 2022 law that restricts instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in Florida schools. The State Citizens Property Insurance Corps added more than 7,700 policies last week as its total climbed above 1.37 million policies, according to information posted yesterday on its website. Citizens had 1.3 million policies as of Friday, up from 1,371,324 policies as of Friday, up from 1,363,606 a week earlier. And Citizens President and CEO Tim Serio has said the policy count could reach 1.7 million by the end of the year. Citizens, which was created as an insurer of last resort, has seen massive growth over the past three years as private insurers have shed policies and raised rates because of financial problems. Now for the weather, it is mild and clear in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today will be in the mid-90s, overnight lows in the mid-70s. We do have a hot and sunny week ahead with a slight chance of rain in the afternoons. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.